Do you have a story that can inspire others? Do you know someone who does? Do you have a life journey that others can relate to? Maybe you've conquered a personal, professional, or physical obstacle. No story is too big or too small. Others want to be inspired by you. The Taryn Lamp Show. Each episode, we will talk to everyday people just like you with amazing stories. Everyone has a story to share. This show is about positivity and love. Listen and learn from these individual journeys. I am your host, Taryn Lamp, and this is The Taryn Lamp Show. so much for joining us. This is the Taryn Lamp Show. This kicks off season eight of the Taryn Lamp Show. So I just want to thank everyone for supporting the show. I truly, truly appreciate it. We are going on, goodness, like three years of the show. And every week we have a special guest on to kind of share their journey, share what they've been up to. And so I just want to thank you for for joining the show. If you know someone who has a story, and we all do, Please make sure they get in contact with me. Hook us up in any way, shape, form, or fashion. You can DM me. You can cell phone me if you have my cell phone. Anything like that. I'd love to have you on the show. This show is all by word of mouth. It's all just by wonderful people just coming on to share their journey and share their story. And we all have stories. So if you know someone who has a story or if you yourself have a story, I would love to have you on the show. Also, make sure you are going to YouTube at I am Taryn Lamp and going to the Taryn Lamp Show on Apple Podcast. All these shows are housed here on Instagram, but they're also going to be, they also are on uh, YouTube and on Apple Podcasts. So you can listen to them kind of in whatever method suits your fancy. So again, this kicks off season number eight of the Taryn Lamp Show. We've done well over 100 episodes and into our third year. So Thank you so much again for joining me. Make sure you're sharing these episodes with your friends and family and, and connecting with some people. This is what it's all about. It's about sharing stories, sharing journeys. If you have a personal obstacle, a physical obstacle, financial obstacle, whatever it is, you can learn from our guest on the show. So I want to get our guest in now. Let's see, Kayla. Hello. Let's see. Is it letting you in? Maybe. Huh? There you are. How are you? I'm great. How about you? So good to see you in real, real e life. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is the second meeting in real e life. It's great. <laughs> how How was your day? Oh, it's been a big day. It's been a long day. <laughs> been a long day I know right it's just getting started though like the year's getting started we've got long days already right well I mean it's a Tuesday I, <laughs> I know every, and that's like every, any random Tuesday right like anything could be I know I feel like already I'm like the new it's not really like kicking my butt but it's like oh wow like it's kicking off pretty fast and furious if you will I'm trying not to say that it's going to kick my butt you know but it's 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 all good things all good things oh 100 percent <laughs> I just want to thank you for being on the show. As I was saying earlier, 
that well what this is season eight so i do like 15 seasons in 15 episodes in a season so we're well into 100 100 episodes and i just really appreciate it because it's all by word of mouth it's all by people like yourself just coming on to sharing your story and um for you know it's just it started as something just to connect with people and have other people connect with people and it's just grown into so many different things and people meeting people we now it's now this is going to be a podcast you know, it's now grown into YouTube, it's going into podcasts and into Apple Podcasts. So just thank you so much for for joining me. And I really want to hear this is a really great time to talk about what you do. Because you know, I think now people are starting to think about making changes, whether it be fitness, whether it be nutrition, whether it be lifestyle. And so I want to hear more about what you do and maybe get into just a real snippet of you know, maybe what some things people can do this season to to make a change. But I also want to think about, you know, when I, I hear these new year, new me, all this stuff. Does it really have to be this gigantic thing? Or can it be maybe simple things that you've taught your clients in the past that they can start to do to make these different changes in their life? So tell us a little bit about what you do and, and how people can kind of you know, come on board. Yeah, that was a lot to unpack. <laughs> um, we could be here hours right. if that was. <laughs> so um, I help people transform their lives, whether it be their body, their nutrition, their mindset. So it's all about that transformation process and what that looks like in your life and showing up in your life. Um, for a lot of people, it's getting really clear on what are my goals. People will look at it and go, you know, I want this goal, but never take action. We get in that that uh state where we're kind of just trapped and we don't want to take that action so it's we always say action comes before motivation right and often people think of it the other way around it's like i'm just not motivated to do that well you're not going to gain the motivation unless you start taking that action and especially a aligned action right so something that's in alignment with the goal that you're setting forth so Let's just use going to the gym because this is the new year. This is where a lot of people are. So if your goal is to start going to the gym and you're not already doing it, you might have some fears around that. Maybe there's some fears with being in the new space. I don't know how to use the equipment, whatever that might look like. So how can you set yourself up for success? So maybe that means you need to set an orientation at the gym or get a trainer. Or maybe that means that it's not about going to the gym yet because you're not already doing it. Maybe it's just putting the gym, gym shoes on when you get home from work, right? Get, get used to what it feels like to wear the gym shoes before you get to the gym. And then maybe you're wearing the gym shoes and you're driving to the gym. See what that feels like. And then maybe we build on that habit a little further. You get the gym shoes on, you drive to the gym, maybe you go in the gym doors, right? And it's all about that habit stacking. How can I start to create this as a habit behavior routine that feels familiar, right? I think a lot of people begin to take too big of jumps when it comes to transformation, right? So it's like, I'm going to go to the gym five days a week, okay, for like, like two weeks right. until you burn yourself out and because it wasn't part of your lifestyle and behavior. So how can I put it into my lifestyle and behavior that it feels easy? Like, I think that people want it to feel hard, right? Like, we want to be challenged. Like, if it's not hard, I'm not going to do it. And then it's like, if it is hard, I'm also not going to do it. Right. <laughs> right? So, action, you said action takes motivation. Is that what, did I get it right? I want to remember Action that. comes before motivation. Before motivation. Because you have to start doing these things. 
to kind of, and that I like, and I also like that you said the little steps. I, I kind of was saying that in the beginning too. Does it have to be this big grandiose, um, you know, I got to be in the gym five days a week, lifting six of the five, you know, doing all this crazy stuff. Or can it be those little pieces of nuggets to kind of mm -hmm. take step by step? I like that um, thought process, I guess. It's just to take those little things and what can you do to take action so that you can, can, and so that you can stay motivated, not just so you can get motivated, but you can stay motivated, right? 100%. It needs to become part of your behavior, right? And part of your routine. And when it feels too hard to do it, the first thing to go, say you get really stressed out, the first thing to go is that new behavior or routine. So when you make it, I call it stupid simple, make it stupid simple. It, it shouldn't feel hard. If it feels too easy, you're doing it right, right? Okay. If it, feels too hard maybe it's not it, it's not in alignment with you yet because you want it to feel like it's just naturally happens right if you go to the cupboard and you look in the cupboard and you have nothing but chips it's really easy to choose chips as a snack right but if you go to the cupboard and you've already got like i don't know dried fruit or some some other form of whole food that's readily available right in front of you it's also really easy to choose that as a snack Right. It's the same thing. So it's all about how does it, how can you set your environment up for your success and your habits and routines up for your success? So I also hear you saying as you, you know, for, for you being a coach and, and you can kind of put the dots together for me, but there's a lot of lifestyle, then nutrition or lifestyle, fitness, nutrition, lifestyle, fitness, nutrition, all these things seem to come into play you know, and I, and I know this, but I'm hearing you say it and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, creating habits and maybe it's the gym or maybe it's something else that you want to transform. Like, how do we look into and start saying to ourselves, okay, how can, how do we start to create these habits and whatever one of these things that we want to change? And then that's one question. The other question is, gosh, it seems like they kind of all work together. Yeah. You know? Ah. Okay. So they all definitely work together. It would be like lifestyle and mindset, I would call one. And then you've got your nutrition and you got your exercise and fitness in that respect. And it does, it makes this beautiful triangle. Is one more important than the other? It really comes back to you and your goals. What have you set forth as your goal and what are you wanting to focus on? If you focus on them all, it's again that too much to focus on. Right. Uh, focusing on one thing at a time. How do you? How do you do that though? Because we're so, we're so trained to do like ten things. Now I'm gonna sound a little whatever, but as women especially, I mean I know our male allies are too, but I just don't know for myself. You know we're trained to do need to do ten thousand things at once. So how do you make those little teeny things, and how do you become good at those and then go to the next step? So there's there's a couple different ways that you can look at this. So we call it either the big kahuna or the low laying fruit. Okay. So are we gonna, we wanna move that needle. Now, how fast am I willing to move the needle? So there might be that one thing, if you just change that one thing, that's gonna move the needle so much further towards your goals. So for a lot of people, that might that needle might just be getting to bed at a decent time, right? If you can get to bed at a decent time, it's going to make it easier to get up. It's going to make it easier to go to the gym. It's going to make it more time in the morning to maybe meal prep. It's going to give me time to meditate if that's one of my goals. Like 
Maybe that's the one big thing. I'm just going to make that my change. Or maybe there's low-hanging fruit, meaning the things that are really easy for you to change. And that might be just setting up your environment, doing what we call a kitchen cleanup. You know, setting the food that you want to eat at eye level because you most people don't look down, right? And all of our fruits and vegetables are where in the fridge? They're down, right? What what's in the center is usually things like cheese um, or breads, like the kind of more dense calorie items tend to be right in the center. So when you open that fridge and you look in, you're like, oh, there's nothing but cheese to eat in here, right? <laughs> so if you can set your environment up where you've got you know your fruits and vegetables or your whole foods on that center roll where it's right at eye level maybe that's a really easy task for you to do and you're just setting yourself up for the success in that way so what are the things that are really easy maybe you're already packing your gym bag the night before maybe that's just going to help you feel not as rushed in the morning mm -hmm. right so my refrigerator is full of cheese right now so I'm not really sure how that got that way, but I was actually just thinking about it. I looked in my refrigerator and I was like, oh my gosh, we have so much cheese. Like, what are we gonna do with it? So I need to get that out of there. So let me ask that this, I, you know, this topic came up um, from a discussion that my husband and I were having. And I know that um, your partner is in fitness as well. But what, one thing I hear a lot is, what if you have people that aren't in that realm with you that discourage you yeah. or don't yeah. or don't encourage you how do you help your clients overcome things like that because that's a real challenge and i just heard about it recently where it was like man if i have to you know have someone around me not necessarily they're not bad people right they're just not a, on the same plane you are but I, you know i I'm lucky to have someone that kind of understands my goals and he has his goals too, and we can reach them together. But what do you do when there's that challenge of not on the same alignment with your, with your loved one, let's say. It's a lot that happens more often than not uh, because usually one person's wanting to make this lifestyle habit behavior routine change and the other person wants to sit and not do that. And so I always say the foods that you don't want to eat, make them really difficult for you to get to. We are in an era of convenience. So if it's really easy for me to get to or find or do, I'm probably going to do it. But if I put the chips at the top shelf, as far back at the shelf as possible, that doesn't mean my partner can't reach it. I mean, I happen to be a little shorter than my partner, so I definitely can't reach it. <laughs> but he could reach it and he could climb up and grab it, right? So that might make it easier for me to just be like, yeah, I'm not going to do it, right? Um, also having that open discussion with your partner or the, the people in your household saying, hey, this is my goal. And a lot of people, um, they tend to be like food pushers, right? Like if you've got like that grandma that's like, eat, 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 come on, right? But if you give them that reverse scenario and you say, you know, can you actually hold me accountable to this goal? People want to watch you mess okay. up. They, right? So they're more likely to go, hey, hey, you said you weren't going to have that, right? And they're going to hold you accountable to it. Might not always make you overly happy because sometimes we're like, no, I want it, right? Um, but it also gives them a sense of responsibility where they're helping you achieve that behavior or routine. Um, and then sometimes you have to just take that aligned action for yourself. Um, and really just know where your values and what your goal is and how important it is. We talk about the why. What is your reason for doing the goal, right? Um, lots of people in January, it's a, it's a weight loss goal, right? And so we're, if, 
if your goal is weight loss, let's think if, if 10 pounds is weight loss, well, 80% of the weight loss population spends their entire life gaining and losing the same 10 pounds. Mm. Hmm. That's a crazy statistic, right? So if you spend most of your life gaining and losing the same 10 pounds, do you think anybody notices whether you're 10 pounds heavier or not? So what is your real reason why? Because you probably don't notice other than maybe a little tightener in clothes if about that 10 pounds. But maybe you want to do it because you want to feel better. You want to have more energy. You want to run around with your kids or your grandkids. Maybe you have like a specific goal that's in relation to like, I want to be able to do one chin up at some point in my life. Having a different goal that isn't just, um, I'm going to say, physique based is really, really important to help keep us going, right? It gives us that zest. Now, the physique based goals are lovely, but you also see yourself every day in the mirror. So what are the chances that you're going to notice these changes? It takes about two months for a person to actually see their changes. And most people are committed for about two weeks. Right. You got to so, bullseye right there. Good point. Um, you got to be, you got to be in it for the long haul. Yeah. Yeah, you have so to what is that for the deep driving force? Yes. And, and, and I like to create your why. You know, we've, we've heard that, but it's so important. And then I think one of the things you said, you just got to really just buckle down, right? Like at some point, you got to take this bull by the horns or whatever they say and buckle down. And even if there's someone who's not in alignment with you, just kind of say to yourself, this is the goal I have. And here's, you know, how I want to achieve it. And you know, set yourself those, those, whatever, lifestyle, fitness, habits, whatever, whatever people want to call them for themselves. Well, and you'd be surprised if, at how often, like, say you start on taking, like, doing more eating healthy, or maybe you're starting to move more, and your spouse isn't, or the other people in your house aren't doing that. If they see you doing this over and over again, you might notice that over time, they're just interested in it. Right. They're going for more walks. They're starting to do something similar as well because they're seeing you do it and you're becoming that role model. Yeah. So guys, this is the Taryn Lamb Show. We have Kayla here, Iron Body Coach, talking to us about transforming in different ways. We were talking about taking little steps to make, I say, big differences, but we're talking about nece not necessarily taking that huge leap into the pool, but maybe just taking little steps into getting into the pool and thank you so much for joining us making sure you're make sure you're liking following sharing subscribing this will be on apple podcast this is also on my youtube at i am taryn lamp apple podcast and the taryn lamp show kayla's gonna have this on her channel as well and just thank you so much for joining and if you'd like to be on the show i would love to have you to share your story yeah i think that's so important just to remember to take those little steps i think it's important to make sure that if there is, if there are people or is something that can get you back from your goal, how can you get on, get back on track and stay aligned with it? And I also can imagine there's a little bit of not being so hard on yourself, mm -hmm. you know, because we've put all these things out here. We've aligned ourselves. We know our why. We've got our cupboards cleaned out. We don't have any cheese in our refrigerator and something happens. And so what? component of that do you teach clients when they're like had a bad week it went yeah. I, went, I went off the rails so self-compassion is the number one thing um most people when they're looking on like a weight loss journey or any kind of journey in that respect 
what it comes back to and what it boils back to is I want confidence, mm. right? And part of that confidence comes with having a good relationship with yourself. Confidence comes from within. I spent so many years of my life looking for that external confidence, that external validation, and I wasn't getting it. And I didn't feel fulfilled when I did get it. But when I started to look inwards and create that loving relationship with myself, that's where that confidence began to come through. And that came through self-compassion. So if you look at Dr. Kristen Neff, she studies self-compassion, and she says it has three components. Okay. So one of those components is common humanity, meaning the mistakes that I'm making are the same mistakes that you're making, and that's okay. Maybe the degree in which these mistakes have been felt are not necessarily the same, or the emotions that we're feeling might not be exactly the same, but we're human. And we're all making these mistakes. We're failing forward together. And so that piece of human um, common humanity is like, how can I just show up today as my human self and be okay with that and practice some self-love in that space, right? Let it go, move on. We're all human. And part of that too is we also want to live our lives. I think we get so regimented is like, I need to do this right now. It's like, but are you enjoying your human experience here on this planet because this is you only get one of these so why would you forego that you know family wedding and the experience that's with it over losing a little bit of weight or not making it to the gym today and really degrading yourself over those things where you could say hey but I did do this, but I did do this. And so when we begin to focus on the positive, we begin to bring more positive into our lives. And I think so often we get stuck in these negative self-talk traps where, hey, you know what? I did do good. I did pack my lunch today. It might not have been healthy, but I packed it, right? That's the positive. Maybe I drink more water. Maybe I went for a walk. I didn't make it to the gym, but I walked for 15 minutes with my dog. What is the good that you have done? And focus on that and begin to build on that. Yeah, I think that's so important because I think that we've, we've set these things, and especially around this time of the year again, where we've set these goals. And, and most of us have set grandiose goals. And now we're learning through what we're talking about right now to set those little step goals. But there are some times where we do not meet that thing. And I think mm -hmm. we tend to be awful, uber hard on ourselves when we don't meet this thing. So it's how is it that we can change that perception of, like you said, like, okay, I didn't do X, Y, and Z, but I did do A, B, and C, you know? And, and, and that's okay. And I like that, that theory about we're all human, you know? Um, and we all kind of make the same mistakes in some, you know, fashion, you know, we're all, yeah. we're all in this big thing called life together and you know we can i don't know if the, i don't even know if the word is messed up but you know we can um we, we all have these same tough experiences i guess in one way shape form or fashion so yeah letting go of that per perfectionism right that's hard yeah yeah it is it's it's very hard how do you um how do you waving, um, how do you keep your clients accountable for all this for all this mm. self-compassion, how do you keep them? How do you keep them accountable for the? We're gonna kick butt and take names, and we're gonna be good to ourselves at the same time. So I think a lot of it comes back to any relationship works on communication. Yeah. 
right? We are not mind readers. As coaches or trainers, I wish I could be a mind reader. It just doesn't happen. So if a client is struggling or if somebody is struggling or they need help or they're just finding themselves in that, that self-talk, negative self-talk rabbit loop play in their brain, then they need to reach out. They need to say, hey, I'm having a moment. Help me. Or, hey, I just need you to listen to this, right? We give you tools, and I can give you every tool in the toolbox. That doesn't mean that you're going to use it when the time comes, right? So how can I bring myself back into the present moment? And I think that's a big part of this, right? That negative self-talk lives in the past. That stress and anxiety lives in the future right. and in the past. But it doesn't live right here, right now. So how can I bring myself back to the present moment? And one of the biggest things to bring you back to the present moment is your breath. Mm-hmm. Focus for three breaths, just three breaths. Breathe in, breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Focus on your breath. Feel it. Now I'm in the present moment. Now I'm a little bit more grounded. Now I can think a little bit more logically. When we get stressed out, your top two vertebrae in your spine go out of alignment. They shunt blood away from your prefrontal cortex in your brain, which is your logical thinking part of your brain. So I know that sounds odd because it's like, well, if I'm stressed out, I'm going to need that logical thinking part of my brain. But it shunts the blood away from there so that your amygdala can say, hey, look for all the common threats that are around you just in case we have to survive. So if we can ground ourselves back to the present moment we can calm that amygdala down we can allow that logical thinking brain to come back online and we can begin to take steps forward for our best self Mm -hmm. with that logical thought right because a lot of the rational decisions that we make are made without logical thought and we're like oh i wish they hadn't done that yeah i told i can totally get where you're going i mean literally it's not you know i can think to myself when i get that stress moment how logic or whatever that is goes out the window you know what i mean and you're thinking completely irrationally and like you know i want to spit nails you know so i can you know i'm i'm literally envisioning this whole forward part of my brain something being you know like you said because i know over myself and i've started to learn how to recognize that and to your point i don't know i think you've just defined it for me come back to moment come back to the present moment i didn't know what i was doing but i think when you said it just now it was like oh yeah when i recognize it i can get myself back Mm -hmm. a little bit faster than i used to be able to get myself back if that makes any sense like okay t take a moment ground yourself get yourself back to where you you know what i mean back to uh it's point a and don't go off the rails and it could be any it doesn't have to be eating it could be stress at work or you know it could be the snow outside or whatever it, you know somebody in the car and it's like okay i'm thinking irrational thoughts bring myself back um, but i think also that communication piece that you mentioned with any sort of coach or any sort of accountability partner is key because i i feel like oftentimes we are um it's like as a coach we're nervous to tell you that we did wrong mm. right yeah because you want to be perfect you want to do it all right we're nervous to say we were off for this week for whatever reason or we didn't do this or we ate up the cheese in our refrigerator i'm going to keep going back to that or whatever we're nervous to tell you that because we don't want it to seem like we failed or we don't want to seem like we failed you mm. right 
I think a large part of that though too is being honest with yourself. Like I always say to clients, I'm like, if you had to write that down for yourself, are you being honest with yourself and what you're eating or what you're doing or not doing? Because you can do a simple calendar and give yourself an X on the days that you do the task and um, I just leave it blank on the other days. And if you're doing it 80% of the time, then you can say, hey, yeah, what I'm doing is actually correct. Right. But if you're not giving yourself an X, and 80% of the time with an X is five to six days out of seven. That's crazy, right? So if you're not doing 80% five to six days, then maybe you need to think back and draw back that plan of how do I make this simpler for myself? Because right. we like easy. Our brains like repetition and they like easy, right? Yeah. I love the simple approach. I mean, I literally think about, like I said, about how not to uh, jump, you know, you don't have to jump head first, right? You take those little baby steps. So I have one more question for you, but before we um, go to that one more question, we have two more minutes. Is there anything else you'd like to share with the folks that are going to be listening to this or seeing it or hearing it on Apple Podcast? Just check us out. Check out Iron Body Coaching. We have our Iron Self Transformation Program. Um, it's an amazing program that is broken into three, two, three month chunks, and it's got a ton of value and information with nutrition and exercise and mindset. Um, it really is the whole package to help you be become your best version of yourself. And you just take each little tidbit along the way of wherever you're willing to start and what you want to do. And we're going to work with you to help you achieve your best self. So for people who are just going to be listening how do they find you so you can find me at ironbodycoach.com you can find me on facebook at ironbodycoaches and on instagram at ironbodycoach you can also find my personal page um ironbody underscore kayla k-a-i-l-a k-a-i-l-a well yes. first of all thank you so much i'm going to ask you your last question and for those who can't see her she's just a beautiful beautiful you're beautiful thank by you the way. Um, this is the last question. Now, this question has nothing to do with anything, but I ask everybody this because I don't know if you've seen this about me, but my Instagram page is full of cats. I know people have their own thing about cats. Thank you for, I hope you're giving me the hearts on the cats, but you're probably giving Kayla the hearts. So it probably has nothing to do with my cats, but I'm going to take it. So you know what they say about cats, curiosity, cats. So Kayla, what are you, we end with this every show, curious about? Hmm. What am I curious about? Ooh, that is a good question. I'm curious about a lot of things. I think I'm like a perpetual learner. Um, right now, I'm super curious about intermittent fasting because I've been getting so many questions about it. And sometimes when you think you know, you don't know what you know until you know. Does that make sense? So I'm, I'm being very curious about intermittent fasting because I've already thought I knew what I knew and my mind is being blown. Right, just learning. Curious about intermittent fasting. Yeah, I'm curious about that too, to be honest, because I've heard a lot about, I mean, I know it, like you said, I know it, but I need to know, know it to know it. Okay, you guys, action comes before motivation. That is a quote that I took from Kayla from this. There's so many things, so many great things. Hey, Wendy. Hey, everyone, everyone that joined us, thank you so much. Make sure, again, you're going to liking us on um, uh, what's um, not liking, following, subscribing on YouTube at I am Taryn Lamp, the Taryn Lamp Show on Apple Podcasts, and following here on Instagram. 
We will be back next Tuesday. Kayla, thank you so much for your time. I thank truly appreciate it. And everyone, thank you so much for joining me. And I'd love to have you here on the show. And if you'd like to be a guest, make sure you get a hold of me. Be good to yourself and each other. Till next time. Bye-bye. This is the Taryn Lamb Show. Bye-bye. Thank you.